0: is Isimoya, a recent pharmacy school graduate. Welcome to Before Pharmacy School Podcast. Just like the name implies, what exactly do you wish you knew before pharmacy school? I got you covered. Join me every Thursday to learn common mistakes students make, important tips that will help you navigate pharmacy school, and everything you need to know about pharmacy school. Hi guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. So today we have another exciting episode about pharmacy and pharmacy school. Generally, we'll be talking about common misconceptions about pharmacy and pharmacy school. So people have this idea about what pharmacy is all about, what it should be, this is how it looks like, this is how it's meant to be, but people don't really know what it is. So I'm going to be breaking some common myths that I found online and some that I asked about some people about pharmacy school common misconceptions that they had about pharmacy school so the first myth will be that pharmacists are just drug dispensers so like the only thing we do is just to count pills and give it to the patient or count drugs that doctor has prescribed for the patient and just give it to them so this is wrong <laughs> we are much much more than counting pills we do a lot of ourselves we do drug production we do drug therapy monitoring we do spe- we also can specialize in different disease conditions like infectious disease or even we can specialize in psychiatry, um to be a psychiatric pharmacist pharmacist. We can be anything literally anything the area is so wide that you'll be wondering that <laughs> even as a pharmacist student, you'll be wondering that where exactly can I specialize in. So pharmacists are not just drug dispensers we do pharmaceutical care too we do It's yes, a lot of things even in the hospital there's not we have the procurement pharmacist we have the clinical pharmacist we have the um um the um, drug information pharmacist we have a lot of other things in the hospital so you, you can't just say that oh okay or even even let's say now we're um opening the clinical aspect of pharmacy. People are saying the clinical aspect of pharmacy, yeah. So people now think that, that that's the only thing to it. that you're only just either a community pharmacist or you're only just either a hospital pharmacist. And like I said, like I mentioned in a hospital pharmacist, there are different hospital pharmacists. There are different areas in the hospital that one can specialize in. So don't just limit yourself and think that, oh, because you're a pharmacist, the only thing you'll be doing is counting pills. No. You cancel patients, you cancel doctors, yeah, you cancel other Healthcare professionals, we, we do a lot. <laughs> we do a lot. So, pharmacists are not just counters, pill counters. No, that's a very big misconception. Then, the second misconception is um that you can only work as a pharmacist when you finish pharmacy school. Okay, aside from the fact that some people, some pharmacists, become ex-pharmacists <laughs> like uh, they get the certificate and then they don't end up using that certificate they end up doing a different career eventually they go through a different career path explore other areas which is fine but you can also do other things as a pharmacist you can also work as other things as a pharmacist as outside the clinical settings of um pharmacy so you have like some pharmacy career as like um some writers, you know, uh, medical writers that just write about blogs, write about healthcare information and all of that. We also have like a cosmetic you can also work as a cosmetic um chemist or cosmetic pharmacist, sorry. Because because um best this way you basically have knowledge about a lot of chemicals, a lot of um raw material. So you can able to you can be able to put one or two things together and create your own cosmetic line um i i even on instagram i I see quite a number okay on tiktok too i see quite a number of um skincare pharmacists that are even aside from recommending um recommending these products that are already well um, already known like cerave and all of that they also produce their own skincare products some of their own skincare products and this is basically not like they just do it like um (laughs) they just do it because they've heard about it or anything they they actually invest time and energy and resources into this they do a lot of research into this so basically you can be more than just a pharmacist that i'm trying to explain to you you can also be like a medical science um this thing Consultants, you can be a consultant for industries, a pharmacy consultant for industrial companies, and also for regulatory bodies. You, you can be a lot. You can be a lot. We are, we are also into um, this thing into academia, administration, policy making. So, so, just like I explained earlier in my first point, which, which is kind of linking the two of them together. Pharmacists, you, you you can work as more than just a pharmacy. You can specialize in different areas of the medical field. It's, it's more than just the pill counting. Okay, so now myth number three. Pharmacists never interact with patients. Why? Who do you think that we don't interact with patients? Pharmacists basically counsel right yeah so we counsel patients about medications how to use it the side effects of this drug possible side effects of the drug um if there's any drug drug interaction that they need to know about like if you're currently on any medications and you need to tell your pharmacist about that um we also talk about best route of administration you know best time for this drug to be taken there's so many um, so many things that we counsel the patient on how best to use the drug, when not to take the drug, and things like that. So we interact with patients, we interact with doctors, to we interact with other healthcare professionals. Then myth number four is pharmacy school is all work and no fun. <laughs> well. I won't really say it's a myth. <laughs> I I wouldn't say it's a myth. Okay, well, okay. It's it's kind of like a myth. Let's let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. So fun is relative, yeah. Fun is very relative. Whatever whatever your definition of fun is might be different from my own definition of fun. So my own definition of fun might not be ah. Oh, Every day, every time I'm in a social gathering or we're having a social party, every single day, or I'm going to club or you know those kind of fun. There are different definitions of fun. Fun is relative. My type of fun is basically volunteering. (laughs) Oh my god, because I did a lot of that while I was in school. I I volunteered. I also um. Helped engage students like I brought a group of students together and we went for outreaches. I organized some outreaches, so I organized one to mental health outreaches. Anyways, I organized one to um, girls' correctional center, organized to secondary school, and also one to an orphanage. Then, and basically, we're just talking about mental health topics like self confidence, getting understanding self confidence. You know, um, for the girls' correctional center, we we did a lot of stuff. In fact, the girls' correctional center, my best. In fact, all of them were just my best. I don't. All all of them were just amazing. I had amazing people. So many amazing supporters and volunteers, and it was just awesome. So my own definition of fun, and I enjoyed my stay in school. Okay, (laughs) in school, I did enjoy my stay in school. I met a lot of. Um, other students to aside from even in pharmacy, I um opened my wings or my branches. I'm to medical school. Um, you know, I had friends in medical laboratory science. I had friends in nursing, in pharmacology, in radiography. So I really did open my wings and try as um my possible best to engage and network with other students. Yeah, so. It was fun for me. That that is my definition of fun. But see, fun is relative. So we have different definitions of fun. So however best it is for you. So that's why this podcast is here for you guys. So that you understand what pharmacy school is and how best to schedule yourself and how best to live your life. So that you don't go into school and just come out of school like... (laughs) like like you didn't live your life you know you 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 don't get to experience somebody told me something that you don't get to experience university again it's a one-time experience so you have to make use of it you have to make use of this opportunity and enjoy yourself as well as read <laughs> <video> your book <laughs> as well as read your book because that's the most important thing that's the reason why you're there to learn about the course to know about the course Okay, so let's bring it down to Nigeria now. Some of my international audience might not actually relate to this. But <laughs> since I'm in Nigeria, I have to bring it down to Nigeria. So, myth number five. Drum rolls, Because this one is a very special rule. This one is a very special myth. Like, <laughs> myth number five is that you only spend five years in pharmacy school well <laughs> this is a major big myth why are you saying it? okay well if you're um if you study pharmacy in a private school yeah maybe you you spend maybe that much um this thing in private school but if you are in a federal school um <laughs> now your five years can turn six years okay actually my five years done six years in pharmacy school some, it's it's still countive that's aside um if you have like extra hair or something but it's a crazy job out here you're not going to spend five years don't be deceived see when you're calculating your age because I did that thing when I was in secondary school I calculated my age I was like okay so by 15 I should be done with um university so you know 16 17 18 19 <laughs> you know by that time I'll be done with university um, <laughs> oh <Whoa. laughs> oh i tell you i kid you not it was it was such a big myth <laughs> it was it was such a big shocker to me <laughs> when they when they give you a strike hit you with strike indefinite strike here indefinite strike here <laughs> lecturers are not being paid the salary so very very crazy stuff so yeah don't 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 think you're going to spend six years Um, five years in pharmacy school and I'm not discouraging you no 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 this is not to discourage you it's it's just for you to know and plan yourself ahead of time that you're not spending five years in school (laughs) I don't know why I'm like this I think I'm like this now because I'm out of school that is why (laughs) I'm like this but on it, uh, it wasn't a funny thing back then. It it really wasn't a funny thing. But I think everything is actually being planned. So, it, although it wasn't a funny thing, it was also a gift in a way because those periods where we had um, breaks, I was able to like study more. I was able to like catch up with um uh, my academics things that I haven't been able to catch up with. And also I was able to relax, you know, when you're stressed up. So it was also a blessing in disguise in a way, but if you make use of it, if you make use of those long periods of strikes and all. So some people during the strikes, some people had a little thing, some people um developed new businesses, some people ventured into new career paths, some people um um had yeah. Found their pharmacy expressions, basically. So I think we um mentioned that in a podcast episode of building your pharmacy career. I think from Israel also mentioned that as part of that he started his um NGO. Sorry, he started his initiative during the strike, during the COVID strike. Yeah, so it's 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 what it is. <laughs> it is what it is okay so another myth is myth number six is there is no money in pharmacy okay while i would like to say yes this is true that there's no <laughs> there's no money in pharmacy like people pharmacies are community pharmacies are paid peanuts, and pharmacists could be paid better yeah the pharmacists could be paid better Did Truth and the reality is, there are still some people in the pharmacy sector that are making it big time. Okay, there are still some Nigerian pharmacists and even international pharmacists that are still making it in the industry, they're still making it in the academia, they're still making it in the community pharmacy and hospital pharmacy settings they're still making it they're still being able to survive on the salary Uh, some people are being able to survive on the salary alone and some people are just going the extra mile and getting things done and getting more pays so it just depends on how you want to plan yourself and your career goals how you want to grow in this pharmacy and how you want to make money for yourself in this pharmacy so like for for like um us now for for me now i know a a lecturer who is basically into research and she is i believe she's making money <laughs> she's getting grants and all. she you know she doesn't want to be just the ordinary pharmacy she keeps telling us when we're in class and all that You can be a lot more. Like She keeps advising us. She's like, go into this area of pharmacy. There are people that are needed here. Yeah, You should be more than this. Be more than just the pill counter. So she was always educating us and advising us. And well, she's really making mad moves in the pharmacy academia. So it just depends on how you want to plan your life. Do you want to be just a normal pharmacist? Or you want to go extra mile and be... The five-star pharmacist. <laughs> so yeah, so it's it's not a myth. There are some people that are making it out there. There's some people that are not making it out there. Yeah, so this brings us to our last myth, myth number seven. <clears throat> that pharmacy school is a glorified body school. Secondary school. <laughs> Secondary school so um how do i explain this now so basically you finish from secondary school year or um high school and then you go into your college or university and then you also go into pharmacy school anyways but so somebody gave me this point and she said that she wish she knew that she was going into a boarding school, basically. It wasn't like the university life was sucked out of her. So I can understand that because, you know, in pharmacy school, you have schedules, you have a, you have a timetable that, okay, at particular time, you have to be in lab, you have to be in class, you have to go to your hostel. So we have like an already known um, general schedule everybody so you have to be in the hostel you have to do this you have to do that and in a way kind of like seems like i'm attending the secondary school because because <laughs> that's how we interact we you know your lecturer come, your lecturer comes and then you he teaches you his um he this thing it's his topic and all of that so in a way it is but in another way it's also easy because you get to experience i mean university life in pharmacy school too. you get to be free and let loose (laughs) you know you get to enjoy yourself in pharmacy school so it really just uh, it's relative i would say this place is relative it's really relative okay so this is the end of the episode i am so glad you stay through i hope you enjoyed it so let me just give you a brief rundown of the myth myth number one is pharmacists are only drug dispensers which is like i said earlier false i busted a myth (laughs) then myth number two is that um you can only work as a pharmacist Myth number three is that you can never pharmacist never interact with patients. Myth number four, um, pharmacy school is all work and no fun. With number five, is that um do you only get spent five years in pharmacy school. <laughs> I don't know why this is so funny for me, but <laughs> it is. Then with number six is there's money in pharmacy. Then with number seven is um it's um you pharmacy school is a glorified body school so we've come to the end of this episode (laughs) i am always excited (laughs) about this we've come to the end of this episode i we finished an episode we started and we finished it yay (laughs) so we'll come to the end of this episode if you enjoyed this and you'd like to get more of this just follow the podcast follow click the follow button to follow us And you get more information, more episodes just like this about pharmacy school that would help you navigate it and also more about pharmacy in general. And that's the end. Also follow me on my uh, social media accounts to also get more about me and know more about me. So see you until next time. Thank you for listening to that episode of Before Pharmacy School. I'm sure you gained a lot and learned something new. Do share this with your friends, family, and anyone you think this will be beneficial to. And see you next Thursday for another exciting episode.